welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Chris. We are two dudes. <laughs> but like we are two dudes dressed like nuns. About horror. Sometimes. When able to talk. Period. <laughs> this week we're talking 2006. A little remake from 2006. The Hills Have Eyes. Uh which I'm kind of shocked we haven't talked about earlier because I'll, I'll tell you straight up, that's one of my uh, more more favorable remakes from that era of remakes. Which, there was a plenty. This, this is a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, there was a... That case seems to go in cycles. Yeah. A lot of remakes, and they slow down. A lot of remakes. Oh. I feel like... Uh, yeah, this is a... This is a... Uh, a, a big boom in remakes. Like, I don't know if it was Texas Chainsaw that started the kind of boom of this, or if it was just like the biggest one at the time, but uh, this followed it up a few years later, three years later, I want to say. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 2003, maybe 2002. This being 2006. Um, but before we get into that, Dave. Yeah. Tell everybody where you've been, who you've seen, the sites you've seen. Uh, I went with a uh, frequent host, guest host on the show, Jeff, to the Horror Hound uh, convention in Indianapolis yesterday, uh, day one. And I got to be honest, it's my first uh, convention. I'm a, I'm a, I was a newbie, but now my cherry's been popped. And, uh, and I loved it. It was so, so good. And who who did you witness? Who did you bear witness to? Um, I saw Booker T. King Booker? Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, Booker T. I saw Booker T. I sure. saw several of the um, smaller cast from Jason 5 and 6, uh, Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I saw. Uh, is it Griffin and Naughton for the two boys who played in uh, American Werewolf in London? Oh, right, and right. Um, oh yeah, yeah, a little dude you may have heard of named Tom fucking Savini. And you actually got. I did get to interact with him. I well, I. I purchased a print. He autographed it in front of me. And then um, if you do that, then you can come around the booth, sit down next to him, get a, get a selfie. So I'm, as I'm coming around the booth, his uh, um, young British girl there was like, uh, give Tom your phone and he'll take the selfie. And uh, so I did. And Tom Savini used my phone to get a selfie with I me. I don't. I mean, technically, he took a selfie with me. <laughs> So, um, even more than the autograph or anything, was the fact that Tom Savini used your phone has literally broken a piece of my brain. It's irreparable. I am, you know, mind blown. Like it's actually broken. It's not blown. It's completely just broken, and that's crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm the same. I feel the same way. It was just kind of surreal. he doesn't look like he's aged maybe just a couple years since Dust Till Dawn. 
He's super fucking tan. Um, just yeah, he just seems so cool, and it's Tom. I'm Tom. He's wearing the Tom Savini outfit, the, the white shirt and a a black leather vest. <laughs> I mean, that's is that that's, that's Tom, Tom Savini. Savini. Like, I think I don't think that's his clothes. I think that's his skin. <laughs> um, he, he was. You will have to. Cool. Everybody really to was. Share the photo on Twitter or. On, on somewhere will. where the, the rival can check it out. Uh, uh, if you're following on Slasher, you, I've I, you've seen the photo. You've uh, had the opportunity uh, to see the photo if you friended us on Slasher. There so, you have it. Um, almost had a near miss with Lloyd Kaufman. He didn't make it to the um, convention yesterday. He his plane was delayed, so he's showing up today. He's in a movie called Valentine Bluffs. I bought a Blu-ray autographed on the cover by Savini and by um, stars Mike Sutton and Tom Smith, the writer, director, producer. Talked to them at length. Talked to the guy that plays the minor in the new one at length. He said that, of course, they're going to pump themselves up, um, but he said that a lot of people have told them this barely qualifies as a fan it's written as a direct sequel to the original um, My Bloody Valentine mm-hmm. with some Easter eggs for the remake as well. But, um, you know, due to licensing, they have to be clear that it's a fan film because they don't have the license. So but it was super cool and had a long talk with the Two of the jump rope girls from Friday the Third or Nightmare on Elm Street. God dang, I'm I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Two of the jump rope girls from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, sisters. Their dad was a friend of Wes Craven's because that's how I asked him. Like, how did you get the opportunity to do that? And one of them, the older of the two, also had a cameo in Shocker. Really? Um. So okay. Asked them how they got to do that, and they're like, "Well, we were kids and." Um, one day, um, our uncle, Uncle Wes, said, how would you guys like to be in a little movie I'm shooting? And uh, so, Dad said it was okay, and he put us in the movie, and Dad was working on the movie, too. Dad is Tony Ciceri, Anthony Ciceri, um, who pioneered the uh, the less bulky Nomex suit. I mean, he's he had stories from the industry. Uh, it was so cool to talk to him. Uh, he almost died doing the Stay Puft Marshmallow Burn because the mask cracked. He did the burn in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and he talked about uh, having to help design the stairs so there were no hard edges so that he couldn't rip his Nomex suit. Um, but it's a done with no oxygen. Like you has, he just has to hold his breath for the suit. And the story he told for that was super cool. He said he's chasing the Heather Langenkamp stunt double up the stairs, gets hit with the door, knocked back down the stairs, and then in the theatrical cut, it kind of ends there. But in life, he jumped back up. He says, I always are trying to just give them an extra to work with. They can cut what they want. So he jumps up. And starts running back up the stairs. But he said, I got about halfway up the stairs when the adrenaline faded and my brain clicked in and said, Hey, dummy, there's no one up there to put you out. 
So then he quickly jumped back down the stairs so he could be put out. And um, he did the original Terminator. And he said the fire and the explosion at the end, he said he did that. And he thought, like, okay, that's cool. I'm the last scene of the movie. He didn't know that now a robot, All right. a.k.a. Stan Winston, is going to come out of the fire and, and continue its pursuit. So um, he was super cool. He had the actual heads that he wore for Nightmare on Elm Street 1. Really? For Scream. And for the thing. Wow. So, I mean, he, and like I said, everybody was so, so fucking cool. Just to, everybody willing to sit and fucking bullshit with, man. So. Very nice. It was super cool. I really think, I mean, I know we, we got some dickheads out in the horror community, but as you know, less, less than the general population. The, when you get, when you bring them into the real world and a big glob of fans from a certain thing, those are typically the, from my experiences, the, like the, the cool ones. The other ones are like trolly, like I can't show, I can't look at the direct sunlight. My incelness burns. <laughs> it's, it's always a, a red flag to me if you're like, I don't like horror. I only like, you know, the the pizza party massacres or you know whatever it is. It was straight to VHS. That's, that's it, was, it wasn't even straight to VHS. It was straight to Betamax. <laughs> you maybe haven't heard uh, of it. Uh, copyright that title, by the way, Chris. <laughs> get on. It that. was real. We're doing it. Uh. I, it may, it, it sounds good enough. It may be, but I just, I don't there's know. A lot of I've never heard of that. 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 was, there's a lot of different avenues. Yeah. Um, well, I guess speaking of West Craven, is there any other, any other things you want to talk about, about Horror Hound before we turn over to, um, reveals? if, if you, you get a chance, uh, this year, next year, in the future, in Indy, uh, around somewhere else, cause the, this is a traveling convention. Um, if you get a chance to do it, it, it was so fun to connect with um, fans. I mean, I, I, we talked to so many people, vendors and artists and, and mask makers and, you know, people just selling DVDs and T-shirts and other fans. And, you know, I mean, it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Yes, I'm going next time. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm putting it in podcast stone right now. I don't care if I got holding to it, rabble. <laughs> it's like, why didn't Chris go? Yeah, he's uh, had to have both of his legs removed. Uh, so, see, it'll be it'll be no something excuse. like that. It'll be something like that. No excuse. Cauterize <laughs> that shit and get in a wheelchair, motherfucker. I so listen. I'm not. I'm not shaming the the fan at all. Uh, I want the rabble to know I'm shaming Chris here. There was some dude, he was probably 6'8", and weighed 100 pounds, walking with, uh, like, crutches, while somebody pushed his wheelchair with his oxygen tank behind it, and walked through all the crowds and, and made it, Chris. So, all right. man up. Both, if, I get, if I lose both my legs, uh, the, the day up, I will still make it. 
And and I'm sorry, sir, for I'm calling you out on here and for knocking you down when you got in the way of the Swamp Thing wearable costume. I, I fucking had to see it. I had to knock you down. I'm sorry. Uh, you would be proud, Chris. I, the masks, uh, so many of them. I, I talked to the creators, like the people making the mask, and so many of them looked wet. Nice. And you, you would have been like, you would have been in heaven. Uh, I think I sent you the picture. If not, I will send it of the wearable Frank, yes. like chest and head, and it looks yeah. wet. And I, I didn't want, they were like, yeah, come on in and touch them. I was like, no, I'm, I'm a clumsy boob. I'll knock something down. And the girl working in the booth grabbed a mask off the shelf, and she's like, like this? And just dropped it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I would do worse damage than that. And then she started running back and forth in the booth, just touching the masks. <laughs> and she's like, ah, come here. Get back here and touch a damn mask. I had to, so I, I finally did. Oh, she's was, awesome. She sounds like pure... What? What is it? Uh, chaotic good? <laughs> chaotic good. Yes, she, she was a chaotic good dealing. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, the the uh, the mask yeah. you showed me, I, 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 I looked like what did I, what did it look uh, flayed Frank, I think it said. I'm like, that's cool, that's cool. I didn't even yeah. think about the wetness. I'm gonna have oh, to look at it again. Yeah. Oh my god, there's so much. It, it was so cool, man. And and like I said, the best part was just talking to everybody, and you know, it, it was great. Great. Uh, we had a good time. Jeff and I walked down to uh, the district tap room and got some food and some beers and then walked back. And yeah, it was a, a good time was had. That is cool. Till next time, Horror Hound. We're, we're going. We're going. I don't, give, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. We're going. Come. Hell or amputated legs. Okay. Oh, that's the program where you get free pizza. No, uh, uh that is one of the yeah. avenues for pizza party that? massacre, by the way. But that may be that may oh. be too wild. What if that's how he becomes a killer? Like he got free pizzas from reading, he got the free pizza coupon, and his mom would never take him to redeem the free pizza. Yeah. And I can and his mom's like, pizza is the or maybe devil. she only liked Domino's. Because that was a Pizza Hut program. It, it was. Yeah, it was. Look, it was. Or here it was. No, I think it was all over. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, Matt earned uh, Book It um, coupons and Jackie. So, yeah. We probably have to call it something different. We spent many evenings we get, at the... We get some we, litigation against us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh that said, you were speaking of Wes Craven. Uh and this is a remake of a Wes Craven movie. Um let's talk Some Hills Have Eyes. 2006. I already say 2026. Uh that would have been quite correct. Oh. That's a different thing. Time is a flat circle. Um, I haven't watched this in a while. So I, I watched it for the show this week. Um, I had not watched it in a while. I have to admit, uh, it's not 
clearly not something I forgot because I'm watching it. I'm just thinking when they're in the gas station stuff. I'm just thinking poor <laughs> bastard. Don't even know what's waiting for you. Um, I forgot some of the deaths. It was hard. This it was like hard. Gory, violent. I I saw one review that was talking about torture porn. It's like this is the definition of torture porn. I'm like I don't know that I got that far, but I don't know that I could either disagree. So <laughs> maybe it kind of is. Um, Tom Bauer, the gas station uh, attendant. Oh, yeah. Um, was is there anyone? Um. Born to play the gas station attendant in a horror movie more than this guy. He certainly um, you know, he fits the role very succinctly. Succinctly, succinct, succinct. It's one of the it's one of them nights. He's very good at it. It's one, it's one of them works. He's he's great at it. Um, you know, he could do that in. He'd fit in with the you know. Cabin in the Woods, Friday the 13th, you know, he, I mean, was him, him and maybe Dick Warlock (laughs) could, could, you could put them in any horror movie and find a spot for them. Yeah. The voice of reason, you know, don't go that way. Although in this, it's kind of turned on his head because he, he clearly doesn't want to fuck with the family anymore, but then Feels like he has to to save his own. Uh, but I mean, you get, uh, you get how long you guess he's he's been doing it for a long time. I feel like so. No. I mean, at the same time, I don't feel sorry for him because it's like you've been doing it this long. You're gonna wait till you're a an old man to try to get out of this. Uh, and feel sorry. I made your bed, sir. After you sent this family <laughs> with their baby, yeah, their because dead. because uh, the one. Daughter, maybe saw something you could have been up to. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, oh god, she saw some jewelry I so, maybe stole. I better, I better have them all back. killed. Yeah. <laughs> How close are the cops? You had time to hide right. that shit. You did not have to kill everybody. Well, to be fair, uh, this is I think this is supposed to take place in New Mexico, and I've seen some. Uh, some videos about some New Mexican police officers that like to pull you over and be like, oh, was this your money? It's not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're confiscating the money. Which is, that, that's, that's a whole nother horror. Uh, the horror of, you know, um, neo-militaristic law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think old gas station attendant they couldn't even give him a fucking name. Um, <laughs> I I don't think that he had much to worry about. Yeah. Um, um, the family is a little bit of a they're a little bit dicks. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of like brothers and sisters and and brothers and brothers. They're gonna pick on each other a little bit. Yeah. The a little uh, bit uh, uh, upper class trying to. Pretending that they're not in a way by road tripping, right. uh, like a oh, big Bob. Yeah. He's he's the conservative, like macho guy. 
and uh, Doug's the, the liberal not macho guy. Oh, but he's also kind of smug asshole. Oh yeah. At the start, like, don't tell your sister I'm smoking here and trying to get his, you know, the, uh, the boy to smoke with him. I I thought that was um, like, he's like, what if, what if Dad catch, what if Big Bob catches you smoking in his trailer? He's like, fuck Bob. What about my sister? Fuck your sister. But like, it takes a good portion of the movie until he actually tries to <laughs> live up to being tough, um, which is, yeah. you know. I wouldn't say funny, but, uh, yeah. And I think, I, um, what's the Aaron, Aaron Stanford, is that his name? Yes. Uh, who I knew of from the, a couple of the older X-Men movies. Uh, but I saw, I was reading the director of this, who we'll get onto in a minute, probably, uh, Looks like fucking brothers. I, they look so much alike. I was look. I read something. I think it was one of the IMDb like, trivia things or something. And it was saying Alex uh, Aya or Aja Aja. My apologies if I'm butchering it. Uh, but saying that is is like the spitting image, very reminiscent of of the director uh, Aaron Stafford being reminiscent of the director. Uh, but I saw... I, I uh, can see that. He's a, heavy, he's a little heavier. Yeah, set, the, like. I saw... Uh, just like a, I started watching a behind-the-scenes thing, and for a second I thought it was Doug, the character, and I'm like, okay. oh, wait, no, that's the, that's the director. Who? Dave, I don't know if you know this, directed High Tension. And nice. That's a movie we have talked about. And, I mean, he's had... He's done some... He's done some shit on... To look at this again and have watched it several times since it came out, to now know that the guy that made High Tension made this, I'm like, I can kind of, I can weirdly kind of see it now in ways. Um, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of High Tension. I thought it was okay. I've only watched it once. Um, but I do see some parallels in the way it's shot and maybe some of the production design kind of stuff uh, you know I, yeah i didn't know that because you know high tension is falls into that isn't it that french extremist um horror is how i've always associated it and i could be just uh dumb <laughs> and i am frequently i don't want to move on from aaron stanford too quick i, I just want to give him a shout out for playing um my dude, James Cole in the Twelve Monkeys TV oh, series. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I you know I've we talked about that show a lot. I I like that show. It was I have good. reached the, the um, Yeah, it gets a little convoluted at the end when they're trying to. When you're making that show, like every season, you got to branch it out further, and then when it's time to end, you had to quickly, you know, trim off those branches and bring everything together. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's uh that's a, that's always tough, but it's a it's a good show, and he was good. I I, I, like I, I liked him as Pyro in the older X Men movies, but I've not watched them in a, a, as long. So, also, uh, Aja directed Crawl, dude. Piranha 3D, Horns. I oh. didn't realize that the, that he 
had done all this. Mirrors from 2008 with Keith or Sutherland. Uh, I just saw some clips from that um, today that just were on like random horror movie clips that I saw. And I was like, we should do Mirrors. I, I, I haven't seen it. Maybe same. since it came out, I've same. seen it once. And, but I, I, I vaguely remember kind of thinking it was. Now, I can't remember which one Piranha 3D was. Because there was like, there was one. That was the one with the Hoff in it, I think. Isn't that? Isn't Hasselhoff uh, in that? One? I don't remember. Is it the one that has. Uh, Gary O'Connell, Dean okay, okay. Grames, yeah. Elizabeth Shue. This was like the, the remake for Piranha, but they put the 3D on because that was that era. <laughs> yeah, Eli yeah. Roth. That, I really liked this. Yeah, okay. I really liked uh, what he did with that, too. So. Alexandra Dronda, Alexandre Aja. We'll just say Alex Aja. Uh, yeah, way to go, AA. We're gonna have to do some more down the rabbit hole that he's created. And and I mean, because I like everything that I've watched of his, so I should just keep should just check the rest of it out. Um, but did you watch the Ninth Life of Lewis Drax? God bless you. I've never met him. She sounds wonderful. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm using up all the all the all my bullets. I got I got nothing left. Um, but yeah. Uh, going back to the family and the like the the, the normal characters. Uh, I felt like they all kind of worked like as as the characters they were acting as. Uh, I didn't feel like anybody was out of place. The baby was a little bit of a prima donna. I'll say that much. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> um, I, I will say, like, Buffalo Bill bleeds through in Big Bob. Uh, and I, I, will, I will fight to say that. He was Buffalo Bill? I'm, I'm 99% sure. Yeah. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I am getting brain damage this episode. Holy shit. There's so many different connections oh. being formed. That uh, uh, space is a flat circle. Yes. Space time movies. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all in the loop here. We're all we're all part of the same film uh, being played against the I'm Cosmos. sure if I looked at Ted Levine's uh, rest of his uh, movies he's done, I'll see something that'll get me out of that loop, but I really just know him as Big Bill from this. Because, I, I mean, he, he does that like big conservative guy role really good, and then his death is super hot. Fun, fun. Yeah. Where's the monkey with the drum? That's no that's, monkey. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he. I mean, here's some other movies if you're trying to associate him. Shutter Island, Heat, Wild Wild West. I don't. I don't know of him in so. any of these. <laughs> I ain't down yet. I ain't uh, down. Well, I I I'm a big fan of Wild Wild West. It is such a fun movie. Uh, I don't think I've. 
and Shutter Island, I think it's great. We should do it on the show sometime. Yes. Um, so, Heat, I mean, Joyride, he's Rusty Nail. Um, Joy, oh, not Joyride. Uh, I was thinking. Come on back, Candy Cane. I don't Where'd think I've seen that, actually. I think I've seen parts of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. That has, um... I... Uh, I'm getting off on a tangent. Um, we'll need to watch Joyride, too, because I've never watched that one. That has Paul Walker? No, the, the, like, the, the, the comedy, comedy sidekick. Steve's, yes. Steve Zahn. Yep. That's, that's who I was shooting for. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to, we might have to do that. So Ted Levin's in it, but you don't, I... Pretty sure you don't ever see his face. Really? Intrigued. Yeah. All right. He's just the voice on the other end of the CB. Now to keep going on down the line, uh, we get into the. Do you call them mutants? I mean, are are just. What do you call these people? I think the I think the movies like sets up that they're mutated by the years of generations of living in the this toxic environment. The. Makeup is really good in this. Um, Greg, Greg Nicotero. And, and Nicotero gets a role as Sist. Uh, not a big character, but I th- I think a pretty coolly designed character with like the the brace, the bucket, whatever you call that. To like hold his unstable head in place. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the stack of dimes he calls him Nick. It looked very, um, the, the, what came to my mind was cyborg toxic event. <laughs> um, so. um, the, when we get more towards the end, I think we'll talk about her more, but the young girl that is like little red riding hood, Ruby, Ruby. is a Ruby her name. Ruby. Uh, it's such a, raw end of the stick in this movie like she is maybe the nicest person in the movie <laughs> yeah and gets nothing for it um but again subtle makeup on her um maybe it was just cgi because i read something that the children actors rather than doing prosthetics they did cgi on them or at least a, a big portion of it was cgi for like the the kid oh. actors which it doesn't show her face a whole lot, but I thought she yeah, looked good. Um, and then there's the, the one little girl that's like when Doug is like, trying to make it, make a break for it after he's in the village. And she's like, will you play with us, mister? And her face looks like half melted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a CGI thing, but I, I would have, I mean, I still, it, it looks crazy to me that I thought maybe it was just real. <laughs> This is 2006. I didn't know we was getting uh, CGI that was that good then. Yeah, especially when we can't get it looking that good yeah, now. The CGI in this so. looks better than some of the latest superhero offerings. And I have a feeling they're making hand over fist more than this did. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's downplayed CGI. Uh, on purpose, it's it's more artistic that way. If we don't make it look good, and- oh my god, it looks like N sixty four graphics because that's what they were going for. <laughs> uh, at 
speaking of that, a lot of the KMB effects, hey, oh, uh, designed a lot of the, the makeup uh, it, digitally with ZBrush, uh, like the 3D modeling and stuff like that. And then applied, uh, fitted that to the actors' faces. So rather than making molds of their faces and having to, you know, go that route, they've made the makeup before they even did that. I don't even know that they had to make molds for their face, really. Um, they probably did. They, I'm, I'm talking shit. But, uh, the makeup's so It's broad daylight for a good portion, and it's out there, and I couldn't tell you a, a yeah, problem I have with it. Hiding. Yeah. Um... Um, how about the the brutality of the initial attack on the family? Uh, they come out guns blazing. How, how does that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does not fuck around. I mean, it kind of. Um, I think it makes sense because, like, they get the big distraction by setting the dad on fire, and then, I mean, I think the goal is to. You know, no survivors, get in there, get out, do your fucking worst. Um, so, to do all of that, uh, I mean, yeah, and it, uh, it's fucking crazy. Like, there's so much going on. And then as they're going to check on the dad, the, the you know, the thing with the birds, right? The parakeets or whatever the shit they are. Apparently, Aja, at one point, wanted that to be way more brutal and to use kittens in a blender <laughs> with milk what the? that okay. the mutants would then share amongst themselves. But uh, I, Wes Craven put a stop to that and said, no, let's not do that. I think that could maybe lead to people copycatting <laughs> some, some weird shit. So let's not, let's not do that one. So. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the bird because it disturbed my core. Really? And not even, not even because birds aren't real. It's coming back core because there's something fucked up about a family that would take a bird. Multiple birds. There was there was two or three, right? I think. Yeah, I, and you, it's unnecessary. Unnecessary. You you don't have to. It's like cats. Don't take your cat on vacation. You don't have to. I'm going to piss off cat people here, <laughs> so you can put them on the board. There's no need to take your cat on vacation. When we always had cats when I was growing up, we would just leave them at home when we left for vacation, and they always gained weight while we were gone and not feeding them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's no sense. But birds, especially, there's no sense. I, have you have a, has a bird ever ate itself to death? No. Put a pile of cat of uh, bird seed in the bottom of the cage and leave, and they'll be fine. Or. I'll even, I'll I'll one up you and say just don't own a bird. I fucking hate birds. <laughs> I I would that would definitely say that. I was offered one recently. Oh God, like, no. Oh, we you know would you like a pair? He his name's Mikey and he'll walk with you and he no. I mean I got the cage and you can have it all for free. Bird's but, name could be Susan Snyder. Oh, I'm well, still they, you know that. if you go to buy a bird, it costs whatever. Yeah. No, nope. no thanks. I we've had a couple in my lifetime. Well, as as a, kid, a teenager, and I hated every fucking second of having a bird in the house. I hated it. Never again. Still had one when we first first dated. Oh 
and it was it had mental um, illness. That may have been one of the ones that we wound up with. <laughs> Probably. And so. I have heard tale of it since. I mean, it's been a long time, but uh, every time I'm like, I don't, I don't care where that bird is. I don't care who has that bird as long as I don't have it. That's all. That's literally all that matters to me. We really went off on a fuck bird tangent. <laughs> But yeah. it's fair. Well, it's I mean, if there's one thing I am an expert on, it's bird law. Check out Dave's bird law blah uh, dot com. Uh, check out it's a it's a bird law blog. It's called Wing and a Prayer. <laughs> That's not your autobiography of becoming a bird lawyer. Uh, no, that is that is the church I found it. <laughs> That is firmly anti-bird. Oh, and you're just now telling me about this? We're almost six seasons in. This. You're telling me about this now? I You could have sold me on that easier than... I, I believe there is a lost book of the Bible where Jesus said, birds <laughs> creep me out. Man. Why don't they shut the fuck up? Uh, I will... Uh, to keep it in line, the, the, the dogs in this. Uh, so I've watched this several times since it first came out. Um, <laughs> I knew the dogs' names were Beauty and Beast. I didn't realize until watching it for this show. Oh, like Beauty and the Beast. I get it. It took me this long. It took me this long. <laughs> <sighs> I have nothing to say for myself other than that I am special stupid, like uniquely qualified for the stupidity that I own. <laughs> I think I, 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 uh, killing pets crosses a line with a lot of people. Like you can kill the people. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You kill a pet. You've crossed the line for a lot of people. Right. I feel like having two dogs and killing one of them off really like the first time you watch it it really makes you feel uneasy about the what's going to happen to everyone like nobody's safe mm -hmm. they do a good job of making sure that you feel that way nobody's safe big bob the protector gone the first He's one gone. really mom yeah mom ethel gone kathleen uh, quinlan baby mom. who we just talked about last week in event horizon i didn't realize uh Yep. She was in both these, so uh, continue, continue. Uh, uh, the baby's mom. Like, yeah. You've got a baby. Of course the mom's going to survive, because who's going to look out for the baby? Nope. Babe, mom is gone. Back to back. Um, yeah, it's just... It's brutal. It, it is. Yeah. But it doesn't hit the same kind of brutality notes that something like a hostel at the time would for me. So when some, somebody says, oh, this is torture porn, I'm like, I get what you're saying, but I'm not really on, I don't have both feet in on this ride yet. <laughs> for you. It, it, it is brutal. And I mean, killing animals, I agree. But I mean, these are like inbred, like outlanders. I feel like that's the least of the what they, you know, it's like a dog that like, there's people out in the country right now that would shoot somebody else's dog if it crossed their property. 
I mean, just this summer, there was somebody who shot a kid because a basketball uh, came uh, into uh, their there yard. There was a girl playing hide and seek that got, like, some, some of that is crazy. So, I never got uh, that bothered by, I mean, if uh, like, obviously, like, like, the real animal cruelty, like, and cannibal holocaust and stuff like that is ridiculous and stupid and it shouldn't ever happen that's just gross and nasty and depraved but like you know this uh i do wonder what the makeup effects artist that has to work on that thing while they're doing it <laughs> like oh live him live in the dream okay so and you there we go. Let's go to the next line that gets crossed in this movie. They killed a dog. That's one thing. But they yes. rape. Rape. Um, and, and it's not necessarily graphic, but it is disturbing. Yeah. Um, in its portrayal. And it, it's just... You know how, I mean, I, 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 a lot of those like 70s exploitation kind of movies which you know from craven will show very similar kind of things for rape scenes and they're fucking uneasy like uneasy is not the word disturbing disturbing um and i feel like this is i wouldn't say more it's a different kind of disturbing to me because you know the the daughter is screaming, but then he like bashes her head to like, I, I not really even I maybe knock her out, but like that clearly didn't work. But like she's out of it either way, um, and then is able to proceed. And I'm like, ugh. But then he is like making weird noises and stuff. It's so, and it's it's so short too. I mean the the once it does happen, like it's you, he, it starts and then they move on to the, I think tearing the dad down from the fire or the pyre or whatever. Um, but yeah. Uh, have you seen the original? Because I, st I still have not, honestly. So I don't know the parallels. I don't... Yeah, I don't know that I have. I've seen stills from it. I, I've seen the post. Berryman? <laughs> um, yep. We may have to do that uh, uh, coming up. Uh, just to, if we've never seen it. Good. What do you think of the, the little brother character? I mean, he's... Uh, starts out annoying mm -hmm. as fuck. Um, you know, it's... But, I mean, I, I don't think it's totally unbelievable, except that they're a little bit old to be annoying each other in that way right you know that's more of a that's a that's a 10 year old brother thing um he does feel like he's raised by big bob like you know he gets the gun and hey i'm gonna shoot somebody i'm gonna take care of this i yeah. got this but then he kind of he loses shit and has to gather himself and, and it, at the end comes through with a plan yeah. and uh you know to kill uh Jupiter is it Jupiter? Uh, is that Jupiter? I the uh, honestly I didn't even know they had names till I was watching this time. <laughs> I, or, or goggle. Yeah, and I, I did. I wasn't hundred percent sure whose yeah. name went um, with who. But 
I mean, obviously, when you talk about a character arc in this movie, everyone will say talk about Doug and and that. But I think he's got like you were saying, he's he's got his own little arc that he goes through, and I don't think um, the sister, the 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 blonde sister, whose name I don't I don't remember. Oh. I mean, I don't remember the boys either. <laughs> um. I think she just has to deal with the trauma. Like you, I don't know how you have a character arc with that in such a short time. Like you, that's that's not a. But like the, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I just like most of everything. The only character I don't like, I'll put it that way, is the slooped over, melting, looking kind of mutant that that explains that, their whole um, backstory to Doug. Is that the one they call um, Big Brain? Because one of them, one of them is it called has to Big be, Brain. It and, has to be. Yeah, I'm, it has to be. But like, I didn't think that acting was good enough for what it was. Like, if you're only getting, if you have to deliver like this big chunk of story, that's really not even needed. Then you need somebody that's going to be able to really do it good. Uh, and I don't think it was. I, I would say that's probably my least favorite moment of the movie. The makeup is cool. I think the character looks really cool and it's really nasty. But the delivery of the lines is just like what it didn't hit. I, I, I the, the family, this family, these are so brutal. It's hard to believe that someone's so dependent that they would continue to care for that person and not just yeah 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 that's so that 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 i don't i didn't like that that kind of made me feel like uh well i mean there there's that and then the the one that nicotero played that had like the brace and stuff like you'd have to think getting that big hoss up to that level <laughs> uh while having the whatever kind of physical problems it was born with it has to be like uh, why uh, they seem like the types that they just eat it if it was that severely wrong right right they they're not putting the resources into yeah. uh, training and proper protecting <laughs> uh, uh, any other I did not I did not recognize that that was uh, Greg Nicotero I, I, I didn't but, either uh, reading this I saw that it said, and Greg Nic- Nicotero assist. And I'm like, these things have names? I never knew they had names. I remember the guy saying goggles. <laughs> and Ruby. Yeah. His name was Lizard. Calls Ruby's. I do believe, if I am remembering right. I've closed my IMDb. But I think he was Lizard. That actor, by the way, um, I had just the prior year, 2004. Five, we saw him as kind of the sidekick uh, in Land of the Dead, in uh, Romero's Land of the Dead. He was the um, kind of the sidekick oh, character that had the burns on one side of his face. He was the, like, kind of like a sharpshooty kind of character. So to go from a really uh, kind of a sad character, uh, well loved, yeah, yeah guy. to like a super despicable character in the very next movie you've probably seen of him. That's where I came from, and I was like, ugh. 
Why you got to be so mean like that? I don't care for that. You was a good guy. I, I bring the zombies I, back. I, I, um, I, I mean, I think it talks speaks to how well the character is, but I, I, I didn't. But um, not because I, because he's well, not well acted, or because he didn't have a good. He's despicable to me, and so I mean, it's yeah, a, a testament to the character that I like so much. He's my least favorite. Like uh, the one big dude when they're in the trailer raping. That looks. It almost was like like unmasked Jason from Part Two or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he's he's just kind of simple. He's not going to hurt nobody. Yeah. Um, I think that's interesting too because I thought the same thing and still watching it like he has in here and there I'll have a moment where it's like he just was raised by these people that are like he this is what he's knows to do and they tell him to do it otherwise I don't think he would do it like he like he sees the baby and he's like baby you know and a couple there's a couple moments like that where he's kind of innocent and simple and that, 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 that he makes me feel a, a different kind of sad, but then he does horrible things himself, so you can't feel too sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, At some point, you can you know, grow up and live your own life. Yeah. Leave behind the ways you were taught this time. <laughs> Do better. Yeah. But, I mean, any other aspects of the movie that you want to hit on before we skedaddle? Um, my one, I do have an issue with, um, when they get the flat tires on the truck, when, when uh, Big Bob's driving, Uh he continues to lay on the gas and fly, even though he is swerving out of control, has no traction. (laughs) And and so Big Bob learned how to drive when, when things go wrong, get off the gas Come to a stop. You're hauling that big ass trailer. You don't even have to brake that hard. You come off the gas, and and you're going to slow down just fine. Maybe that's like, so, uh, you know, go big or go home. Like a big, like his conservative Bob. So maybe that's all he knew. Oh my god, I have no traction. <laughs> I better floor it. I mean, checks out. That kind of checks out. <laughs> Oh god! So I've been watching the the movie. I, well, not watching it, but I have, have it playing on my other screen. I just got to uh, the big attack scene and the the trailer thing. I'm gonna go ahead and turn that off since we're nearing the climax of our episode. Don't want to end on that kind of a note. So, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I'm shaking it off before it even got on me. Let's continue. Um, Really, I think I, I've, I, there's not a whole lot else I can say about this. This is just a brutal, it, it, this movie books it once it gets, once the fire to Bob is lit, I feel like this movie just goes for it to the, till the end. And yeah. I, I like it or hate it or any movie that just goes for it and like, you know, carries this pace to the end like bob it was keeping the pedal to the metal and i can't shame a movie that does that it's like even if it is a bad movie at least you got me in and out that's all i can i i 
admire you for just for that. I was shouting at um, Doug. I was not making real sound. I still was trying to <laughs> wanted to survive to watch this movie. But I was imploring Doug when he goes into the house of the babies and he's going to bash her. Bash her now. Right. What are you waiting for? They will not hesitate to bash you. That's an interesting scene, oh. too, because uh, I watching it. Remember thinking, there's still so much of this movie left. There's no way he's getting out of here. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, shut the. F yeah. ah, see, I was going, I was going complete opposite of you. I'm like, you shut, the, shut the fuck up. Watch your step and be quiet. Shut up and get out. But I know you're not going to. I know you're not going to. <laughs> I, I think it is pretty dumb of the mutants too. Like they threw him in the freezer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever that thing was in. I don't know that it was plugged in. And the, clearly they had power. They were watching that generator. But, but um, why? Why not just kill him? Yeah, yeah. The, I, I did not understand. Out of all of them, other than the dogs, the one that gives you a little bit of a fight, you're going to let that one survive? <laughs> like, you, he fought honorably. Just throw him in the... In the yeah. If we eat the honorable one, the tough one raw, we gain his powers. Who who knows? Um well what do you say? We rate this bitch uh and see where we stand. All right. And I will go first, Chris. I uh, I have a guess down for your rating. Okay. And I've got my rating down. Um I have not watched this a whole lot. I um, rented it. Why we did not see this in the theaters back in the hot sixes? We were um, were renters. We were not uh, movie theater people. Uh, we loved it. I mean, I love the movie theater. Always have, but couldn't afford that back in those days. So, um, I remember renting this. I remember watching it. I remember the brutality of it and. Um, you, you nailed it with the the pacing. Um, it I I don't I won't even say it really starts slow because it's not long before it is happening and they're stranded and then you immediately get tension because you know what's coming but it, you're not prepared for yeah. how it comes. And once it starts, it doesn't let up. It just Bam, 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 bam! Just keeps hammering at you. Um, and then the that stinger at the end where they're the survivors and dog are walking away, and then you get the and so somebody is still watching them. Yeah. There's still more left. There's more to come. Um, so I really forgot like how good those elements of this movie are. And um, so I'm probably going to give it a solid eight. There you have it. Um, so I had you down for a seven. Uh, and for me, uh, I'll just say I'll just start off and say also an eight. 
I, uh, that's, that's, that is, uh, sticking <laughs> to the point, Chris. Uh, my guess for you was an eight. Hey. So that gives us an average of eight. This is one of those rare times when we 100% agree on the, the Speaking uh, of the pacing, the only thing that is kind of slows it down is literally the, the scenes where Doug is walking. <laughs> and those, I feel like, are there just to break up the pace of it a little bit. But sometimes he's walking a lot. And I'm like, I don't need to see this part. <laughs> it just He's got to get his steps. Yeah. Chris, it is about that time in. when uh, the meters, everybody getting, getting them big steps in for the day. And I mean, he was, was a... What did he call himself? A telecommunication provider or uh, some such? But he sells stuff by the seashore. I, I really like this movie. I remember the, I, did, I, I, I did not rent this. I pirated it um, <laughs> back in the day uh, and just on a whim. I don't even know that I'd heard of it beforehand. And like in, uh, watching it the first time, I was like, holy shit. Like some of the violence and the effects. And I mean, I've bought it like three or four times on DVD and different Blu-rays and shit um, since. So leave me alone. If it's good, I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, not, that wasn't directed at you. That was at the universe. I mean, it's, the lawyers. <laughs> I, I, no, I understood where it was headed. And um, you're not wrong. Like, if you... Let them sample, then it's worth it. Though, you know, people are going to yeah. pay. That is. Oh, I think that's okay. And, um, I like the characters. I like the effects. Uh, I think when it comes to that era of remakes, the you know the we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Amityville Horror was around then. Um, obviously, this there was uh, this it feels like a specific era. Sorry for punching my microphone of remakes uh and to me i'll be honest this is my favorite one out of all of them maybe for maybe for the last i, I wouldn't say 20 years but maybe <laughs> it's certainly possible okay <coughs> but that's that, that's also hard to say not seeing the original like you know i don't know how far it strays but at the same time it really doesn't matter to me because i just like it for what it is, so there's that. So, um, Collider did put a list together. Their ten best horror takes of the nineties, two thousand. Dawn of the Dead was two thousand four. Oh, I guess that's probably the the bigger boy, so, wasn't it? Okay. I um, it came out in two thousand seventeen, so that's a little older. I, so I won't even put that because we're talking nineties and the yeah. Top. 13 Ghosts, 2001. Uh, Amityville Horror in 2005 with Ryan Reynolds. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, House of House of Wax. Is that the Paris Hilton movie? Um, I've never watched that one. Starring Paris Hilton. I've never watched yes. that one. Uh, I Am Legend in 2007. Uh, the Crazies in 2010, that, so that's right on the that edge. That was great. That was a good one. Um, they listed the ring. 
was originally done in Japan in '98 and 2002 in America. I don't feel I don't like either. that's the same thing. I don't either. You you imported from a different country. Bill's Have Eyes, 2006. The Rob Zombie Halloween was 2007. I, no, that shouldn't be on any list. That didn't happen. Oh. I thought they canceled that. Actually, after after David Gordon Green, we need to yeah. watch it. We're going to have to Damn do it. that. Because <laughs> now we have Corey it, in the equation right. to, to um, God damn it! Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess if Hills Have Eyes ends have on a not a, a, a you know silver lining, this episode shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to be a downer, guys, but we're going to do the Rob Zombie Hall- Halloween. The, uh, Michael Myers and his oh white my horse. God. Well, my dread has my dread level has been refilled, so we've got the, I've got that going for me. Uh, Dave, before we get out of here, do you want to tell the fine people where they can reach us if they want to reach us? Sure, you can hit us up on X. <laughs> <laughs> Sushiest name ever. At sweetness one with um, six E's or at Horror House two, and there are two of us. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or go to the Horror House page on Facebook. Uh, you can hit us up on Slasher. I'm Horror House Dave. Chris is Horror House Chris. Yeah, we did that. Um, the the slo- social media. Uh, website for horror fans. And last but not least, like us, rate us wherever you're listening, and share us around, man. If you have a friend, a cousin, an uncle, aunt, a friend, an ex, a, a close, a close, a stranger. manager that you don't think is a dickhead, and they're into horror. A, a work friend, a work wife, a work husband. Is there such a thing as a work cousin? That's a thing I've never thought about. Do people have work cousins? <laughs> oh, I mean, you have. I've never heard of a work brother or work sister. True. Why is it always husbands and wives? Only work wives and moms. Work. Oh, I, I, wives and husbands. And I have heard of work. I moms. have never heard that. So I had. But a work I totally mom. understand that. Thinking back, yeah. yeah. So I had I had a work mom in mm-hmm. Madison. He was always in me. Well, there you go. Share it. So, yeah, Share it with all mom. these people that you think will like it, or you know, random strangers. Yeah. Just, you know, share it with random. And we will give you seventeen thousand whorehouse bucks. Uh, the new horror house currency that doesn't exist uh, for every person you bring us. We will double the any discounts you get when using the horror house two code on your shop website. Do you want to pay forty dollars for Netflix uh, a month? Use code horror house two. <laughs> we'll charge you extra and give you less. Uh, instead of getting one season of a TV show, they'll give you. An episode or a couple or however, whatever. Um, but until next time, you know, honestly, I don't even know what we're doing next time. Uh, nor do I know where my list is to know such things. Uh, <laughs> so I can't tease it. the things. I think the list you gave me last had us watching 
a sequel to a movie I already watched. Dave, you're the best hinter. If if, if that's all it took to... um, Thank you. Know what uh, it is. I, as you great. said that, I got it. I got, did get it open. Uh, Dave, you're the best hinter giver that I know of. So if you have a good hint for the rabble, or if you just want to flat out tell them, either way, uh, what's coming coming um, next week in the horror house? It, let's just say it's the sequel to one of our top rated movies. And we have of talked about it on the show. We have a whole episode on it. Yes. And yes. it is uh, from um, a while ago. I like it better than Chris does. I, I like it better than Chris does. Low bar, At Dave. this point, we'll see where we land next week. Uh, all right. We are out of here. We will talk at you then. Uh, in the same cemetery, different grade. Love it. Let's kick some dirt on this episode. <laughs>